Okay, so um, we left off last week discussing the hate of other Mauritian and how that fundamentally transformed the entire fabric, the entire process of what it was going to mean uh, man perfecting himself and perfecting the world around him um, and that no longer was he going to be so close to the top and now he fell down there's a lot more work to be done that was point number one point number two was that whereas before the Yetzirah and the, the, the Kilkulum the, the breakages the inclination towards towards um, the draw towards physicality had been a, an external force that me external meaning that it had been superimposed upon man it wasn't uh, his essential fundamental being and now he had chosen it for himself so it became it became much more um, fundamental to himself and therefore much more difficult to extradite from himself. Uh, as we have spoken before, the concept of Bechira, when you choose something, since Bechira comes from Rotson, and Rotson is desire, desire is an expression of the one who desires, the reason why someone desires something is because of who they are. Uh, you know, dogs desire meat and cats like, uh, and cats desire milk, and that's because they're different. Since they're different, the, therefore they desire different things. So, to a certain extent, but man has a unique, character, unique ability, a gift from Hashem, to determine, uh, of self-determination. But that self-determination works backwards, that what, I, what my rotson is, what I choose, that then defines and kind of closes down, singes um, the possibilities it could have been to become what the person now will be. Okay. And we spoke about that, and then we spoke in O's tests. We just started O's tests. We're going to revisit some of the points. Then in O's tests, the the Ramchal told us that there was that Hashem decreed, and specifically Midas Dino Yisborach, the the attribute of justice, of strict justice, decreed that this breakage could no longer be repaired. We spoke about the reason why it's Midas Dino Yisborach is because it's, uh, it's, this is what kind of, on, on a level of strict justice, when you, when you look at it from right or wrong, that's what, uh, that is what is demanded. Okay, so, um, and, and, and the decree was that since, uh, this is already what we, we spoke about this concept, that the breakage was such that it could no longer be repaired by simply doing tshuva, by simply going and making the right decision afterwards, and rather now everything is going to have to be um, done from scratch afterwards. And and uh, anybody remember why that is? We 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 propose an explanation why it is that that sin is not something that was subject to tshuva and regular process of repair as we're used to in this world. And rather, th- that one was not. It was Erev Shabbos that got built into the... Perfect. Since it was Erev Shabbos. Good job, Jeff. Okay, very good. So since it was Erev Shabbos, and the Erev Shabbos was still in the Sheshis, he made Bereshis, was still in the six days of creation. So we're talking about here the very fabric, the very DNA of what Adam is, 
that's not something that is easily repairable, which is why we propose that the Ramchal says specifically the, the decree from Midas Dino, meaning the, the strict justice demanded such, because strict justice says this is the building of the person himself. You can't, you can't just be, you know, beg and, and grovel your way out of this one, right? Here, this, is, uh, uh, this was a definitional problem. Okay, very good. So rather what? So rather it's going to be um, that that uh, everything that we know, man and the entire world, which was ruined together with him, is all going to have to go through a process of decay, and uh, and specifically that means that the body and the soul are going to separate, and the body is going to is going to is going to be. He's going to go through decay, and, and then afterwards, and this is a point that I want to focus on, the Oz Yachzor Ve'yivna, and then afterwards it will come back and be rebuilt again, being in Chodesh, a new building, meaning a new building, it will be built again, the body of the person, and it will be built again, the world. Yeah? Sorry, we're talking about just the body right now, and the Shom will come back into it and purify it. So we have we have two points over here. Point number one is that that uh, the body is going to have to be destroyed. So I'm going to want to talk about why are we talking about specifically the body being destroyed? Why is the body that kind of takes all the brunt of the of the um, of the of the of the breakage and and the and the decay? And and also why is it that when the new body is built? Then the soul is going to come into it and purify it. Be mezachechet. Okay. So step number one is um, why is it the body that that has to be has to go, be decayed, right? Uh, so obviously, it's the body that has the breakages in it to begin with. The soul is um, a transcendent thing. The soul is not something that's subject to breakages and uh, the simple way to understand it is that the soul always, even though the person is making the wrong decisions, the soul, kind of, if it were up to just itself, it would make the right decision. So it means, like the Ramchal told us before, between the body and the soul, who, who is the one pulling towards the towards physicality, towards taiva, towards involvement in the physical world? Josh? I'm sorry, the, the body. The body is the one pulling that way, right? So the body is the source. That's, the, that's where... It comes from the desire for, for, for those things. Therefore, the fundamental breakages also are happening in the body. Okay? And, uh, now, the body is a flexible term. It doesn't mean just a physical body. It, means, it can also mean nefesh, maybe ruach, right? But, 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 but the neshama um, you know, stays, stays, uh, stays unaffected by this. So, therefore, the... The decay and the need to make a new is also going to be of the body. That's one. But then you would say, okay, fine, no problem. So Hashem should just, do, you know, person should die. This body is going to be destroyed, and Hashem is going to make a new body. Now Hashem is making a new body. Why make the body in such a way that then the shama is going to come back into it and purify it? Why doesn't Hashem just make it already? Pure and good. Why should the why should the soul have to be mezachech, mezachech, cleanse or refine? There you go. The good word is why should the soul have to refine the body when Hashem is making it? 
any uh, anyone want to venture a uh, educated statement? What what are the two options? One more time. The way that the Ramchal, the Ramchal is telling us that Hashem is going to make the body anew, and we're going to find out soon that actually the way that that's going to look is that there's going to be, I'm not sure how big, maybe you know, the size of a baby or, or, or something maybe even smaller, and then it will grow, as the soul comes more and more into it, it will grow to full-size human, and that will happen extremely quickly. Unlike now, and we'll discuss why that is later when he taught, when he mentions it but unlike now where it takes a long time for that process to happen it's a 20 year process or so right instead it'll happen quickly and as that's happening the actual physicality itself will be refined as well and transformed and, and elevated the way that it should have been before right? it should have been that every time a person does a mitzvah their physicality is refined and uplifted higher and higher and higher and it's important caveat to note. Um, someone might say, I've, I've had this question asked before, um, what do you mean? You know, Ravar Leib Steinman uh, didn't, uh, you know, he didn't, uh, he barely ate for, for 90 years, right? The man, he, he, you couldn't seduce him into eating a steak even if, uh, you know, even if, uh, even if you really wanted to, right? He, 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 so, so isn't that a person who, who managed to refine himself? And here the Ramchal is telling us that after the sin of Adam Rishon, there's no more such thing as refining the physical, after, uh, as being the Zachik, the Guf. Uh, now that's going to have to wait until Tchiyas HaMesim. So, just to speak out what we mean by refining the Guf, by being the Zachik, the Guf. The Ramchal is referring, in Das Funus, he talks about that there's five potential statements of physical and spiritual and the interaction between them. Um, everything we know is in the fifth lowest state. Uh, the fifth lowest state is where the body in its absolute full dominion and the soul is like a visitor down here, meaning the, the body um, has absolute needs down to every detail, right? And that, and that dictates and, dem- and, and, and dominates... Um, absolutely, meaning even even as pertaining to our mitzvahs, right? Pikuach uh, nefesh pushes everything away. Meaning, if I'm going to starve to death, I can eat. I can eat a pig. I can. I can. I can be mechal shabbos, right? Because the physical demands of the body um, are absolute and and dominate the the scenario. And everything must um, must take place within that framework, where the the, the needs of the body are. Absolute. And then, you know, the, and then the spiritually we try to do what we can. The process of the zichuch that we're talking about is where, is where that begins to be pulled away. For example, uh, the, the example that the Ramchal and Dasfunus uses is Moshe Rabbeinu going up to, to Har Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights of um, no eating, no drinking, no sleeping, which is obviously uh, completely miraculous, right? It's, it's not miraculous in the sense of, oh wow, Hashem did a miracle, you know, like down here, Hashem made it, that um, you know, just like water would turn to blood for the Mitzrim, so Moshe Rabbeinu did no, it's where he went up to there in Shemaim, yeah, that's a place where, where, where it's, a, it's a spiritual existence where the body 
the bodies that are there, the, 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 everything is comprised of Tzur and Chomer, of form and matter, or light and, and vessels, whichever way you want to say it, right? Um, so, uh, but there, the predominant force is the Pneumius, is the, is the ore or the Tzura, and the vessel, the Kli, or the, or the Chomer, kind of takes a, a back stage to, uh, to, to that, uh, a back seat to that, right? So that, and that, that was a stage where Moshe Rabbeinu went up. That's comparable to the fourth state of existence, where the body, although it has its needs, but they are kind of subordinate to the spiritual realities that are at play. Okay? And then it goes higher, where the body begins to lose some of those needs entirely, and there is no more need to eat, there is no more need to breathe, there is no more need to... Uh, to drink, etc., uh, uh, higher and higher until, you know, the language uh, of the Sforum is that the light becomes so bright and the vessel so refined that it's like a glass vessel filled with light where you can't even tell where the vessel is. It's all Basically, to, to the, it, it, for all intents and purposes, all there is is light. Okay, that's 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 the highest highest level. That that's all my ball. That's that's uh, that's the elef siri, right? But um, the the entire six thousand years of 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 olamazeh, that's all in this lowest stage of, uh, of where the body is 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 the dominant uh, determining force. So that's so when the Ramchal says over here that no matter through what the mitzvahs you can you cannot be mizachik the goof, that's what it means. Is you can't slowly start inching your way up to where the, the very laws of of nature, the very laws of how the body operates begin to be transformed. That we don't have. That we don't have in this world. Okay? So that's all kinda of a little bit of a throwback to what we spoke about back in Os uh, back in the beginning of Os tests. So now we're asking, okay, good, so that can't be, and rather this body has to be, uh, there's need to be a death, the soul and the body are going to separate, the body is going to have to go through a process of decay in the grave, and then Hashem will make a new body. But here, but the question we're asking is, why is there a need for Hashem to make that this body should be such that it's in a more fixed state than our current body is, which means it's capable of receiving the zikuch of being purified, of being refined, right? But yet not making it already refined. Why make it yet unrefined, but capable of being refined? And then when the soul comes back into it, the soul will refine it. Why is that? I imagine for the same reason as the initial creation wasn't made complete. To allow one to own his refined... One second, let me just, let me just tell everybody, just to everybody here, Uri's answer. So Uri said that the reason it's built this way is 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 the same is the same reason why uh, why it was initially made such, right? Why why did Hashem initially make it that man should start out chaser, meaning unrefined, with that the physicality still needed to be elevated. The reason is so that we can earn our own completion. That I, through my actions, should refine myself and elevate myself. 
right? So, so we point out nothing has changed. That's still the purpose. That's still the goal, right? So that I should be the owner of my own perfection, and therefore become similar to Hashem, as we said back in O's base, um, Perry base O's base. Yeah. So, so that being the case, so that still needs to happen. And still has to be the result of my actions. The only difference is that as opposed to it happening kind of in real time, you do a mitzvah, boom, a little bit of zikuch. You do a mitzvah, a little bit more zikuch, etc., etc. Rather, because we had that major breakage in the beginning, so now what's happening is there's a disconnect between the, the zchusim that we have and the zikuch that we receive from them. The zchusim, the merits that we have when we do mitzvahs, etc., that's the merit. That should itself immediately cause an extra energizing, an extra radiance of the soul, which would be mezachech the goof, which would purify the goof. That cannot happen right now because the goof, so to speak, has solidified and hardened in its position. So rather, the soul is in potential get, getting stronger and stronger and stronger because those mitzvahs, are, so to speak, are accumulating the spiritual bank account, which uh, really means that the soul in potential is getting much stronger, but it can't actualize that strength, then when the soul is going to be separated from the body, the body will be made anew where it's capable of receiving that zihuch, and then when the soul comes back, it will be mezachech, the guf, with those schusim, with those merits. So all the mitzvahs that are in reserve... They're going to become active, suppose. Yeah, and we're going to talk about it a lot more in Old base. So, so uh, hold on, right? In in uh, another couple of paragraphs, we're going to he's going to literally he's going to go into some of the mechanics of that, of what happens in the Olam and the Shamas, how the, how those powers are actualized, and then how they're going to be brought uh, into the body. And at that point, just to clarify, because you you can't actually do. A mitzvah, like you can't do a separate mitzvah at that point to refine yourself. That's right. Yafa sha'achas b'tshuva ma'isin tovim be'olam azeh mikol chayolam abo. Right, the only place where you can do tshuva and ma'isin tovim is in this world, and that's why this one moment in this world is better than all of the next world because here's the only time that you can be proactive, be like Hashem. Or you wanted to follow up with a question? No, I just, I, are you, is this description of this event occurring where the the Shama grows the body. This is Tchiyas HaMesim or Olam Haba? Tchiyas HaMesim. That's at Tchiyas HaMesim. It's not a separate Olam Haba. Well, I mean, Tchiyas Hamesim, we're going to see. There's going to be a little bit of discussion. The, uh, there's, there, there seems to be two Tchiyas Hamesim. There's Tchiyas Hamesim for Tzadikim, and there's Tchiyas Hamesim for everybody else. That we'll talk about it. Is Olam Haba, meaning the event of Tchiyas Hamesim? Is tied to Olam Haba, yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the forerunner to all Muhammad. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So that is... Um, so now, now the Ramchal goes on to say that, that this is what the Gemur... And he's really saying over Gemur and Sanhedrin. The Gemur and Sanhedrin says that the, the world that Hashem made is for 6,000 years... Is, this world is for 6,000 years, paralleling the six days of creation... Right, obviously, to a certain extent, that we messed up the Mysabracious, right? When there was Mysabracious, Hashem gave us a chance um, to do that last little part, and we, and we ruined it. So then now, um, 
there's going to be that those six same six stages instead of days are going to be thousands of years because now it's happening on man scale as opposed to Hashem scale. After six thousand years, Olamazeh is going to be finished. Then there's going to be the equivalent of Shabbos. Shabbos is where there's a rest, where there's no more progress, when there, and, and there's there's no more accomplishment. That's uh, that's the Gemara Sanhedrin says that Achas Nichruf. Everything's going to be destroyed. Uh, now, destroyed doesn't sound very Shabbos. Destroyed sounds very bad, right? It's you know like a Hasashalom, like a World War, you know, nuclear World War Three or something like this. No, but it means it doesn't mean it means destroyed. It means all physicality will be gone, and it's going to be and uh, you know. Um, the language of Chazal is that Hashem will make wings for the tzaddikim, that they will be able to fly during that thousand years, being that there's no world to be in. Obviously, it's an analogy, meaning to say that tzaddikim will, be, will live in a transcendent state for that Elif Shvi'i um, without a world in which to be in. And then, starting from Elif Shmini and onwards, is the physicality um, in a completely different transcendent state than we know of, um, and then you know each of the th- thousand years corresponds to what we spoke about before: the different dynamics of interaction between spiritual and physical, where the physical keeps taking, keeps becoming more and more receptive and trans- and and, mezuchach and uh, translucent, transparent, whatever you want to call it, to the light that's inside of it. That's uh, those are the stages. So you got uh, we're currently so the first six six thousand years. That's going to be the fifth stage that we spoke about in the Dastfunos. It's the lowest stage. That's six thousand years. Then um, you're going to have seven thousandth, eight thousandth, nine thousandth, and ten thousandth year. So the the that's going to be the highest stage where where it's. Spirituality is absolutely, you know, absolutely dominant, and uh, physicality is uh, completely bottled. Mavutal to it, that's going to be in the Alpha series. Okay, that's that's um, how much do we actually understand what we're saying over here? Not too much. These are dvorim umdim burumushal olam, but just that's what the Gemara says, more or less, and that's what that's what uh, that's what the Ramchal over here gives us. The, the the point that we need to understand is that things are heading towards, you know, this is a time to earn, and afterwards there's going to be, to a certain extent, a, a reset, and then there's going to be um, where all those chusim are going to come, right, you know, when the neshama comes back into the goof, it's going to be um, all of that potential being expressed at once. Um, okay. That, that, that's, that's the end of... Um, of Os Tess, Os Yud, unless there's any questions. Okay, so, so the so the Ramchal says that once we've explained this to you, that uh, that, that this that the place where we are now is not the world where the where the ultimate reward is going to be. Um, and, and rather, that's going to be that's going to be in in uh, in Olma Bar. So, the 
So, so he just, he, you know, obviously, so one, one might think, okay, fine, so listen, if there's going to be a new body and the soul is coming in, so wonderful, so we're all going to be kind of on, on, on equal par, right? Whoever mer- merited for Tchiyas HaMesim, resurrection of the dead, you've got this new body, uh, got this godly soul coming into it, and uh, that's the tr- transformational experience, so that's, that's wonderful. So what's the difference between a very big tzaddik and a, not such a big tzaddik and maybe a benuni? Right, so he says, no, there's a big difference, right? What's the difference? Um, who, who should we call on? What's the difference? Uh, Ezra. Okay, Josh. What's the difference between the big between, side? Uh, oh, um, were you asking me, Rabbi? Sure. Josh uh, London. The difference between like a, a, a Russia? No, 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 a, a big tzaddik and a small tzaddik. If you anyway have the neshama coming into a new body, right? So, and the neshama is going to be mezachik the good. So what's the difference between the big tzaddik and the little tzaddik? I mean, I guess my initial answer would be, would be nothing because, right, we all just view ourselves trying to have one mitzvah more to the tzaddik side than the Russia side. So if you're on that tzaddik side, Obviously, I guess it would be better to have you know more mitzvahs than, than not. But really, if you're on that side, so, so check so check out what he says. So what he says is, remember, for every mitzvah that we do, the soul gets more strongly connected to Hashem. Right? Does that make sense? Every mitzvah, every the yes. mitzvah doesn't have to be a mitzvah in the Torah. It could be a good deed. It could be a tikkun of amida, you know, overcoming a certain bad personality trait, whatever it may be. Right, whatever we're going to call right now, good deed. We're going to keep that generic for now, right? So each one of those is an expression of godliness in our lives, which means that the neshama then is becoming more connected to Hashem, is more like Hashem, and the and in the analogy we'll call it that the, 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 it is now uh, more radiant. It's like a it's like becoming a, a more you know, a more radiant source of light. And therefore, it will transform bimezachech the goof more so than that of a little tzaddik. That's what he says over here in Os Yud, which means don't think that since it's kind of a, a a clean slate, a restart. So then, as long as you made it to Tiasamesim, you know everyone's the same. No, it's not true because the schusim, the merits, are going to follow the person. Uh, because it's the same neshama, right? So the neshama of a big tzaddik is going to be much more transformative to his body than the neshama of a much smaller tzaddik. When you get to the year 10,000, there's still a distinction? Oh, great question. So Uri is asking, being that there's a constant ascent, higher and higher and higher for every person, right? Meaning, and the way that, that works is when you're normal ball and a person is perceiving divinity, so that perception itself uh, uplifts a person, and then now you can see greater revelations of Hashem, and then those revelations uplift you even further than that. So a person goes Mikhail Achayel, a person goes higher and higher and higher, right? So then what's really the difference between uh, a big tzaddik and, and not such a big tzaddik? Um, seemingly they're all going to end up in the same place. The answer is that being that Hashem's revelation is infinite, so it's all about trajectories, right? We're finite, we're never going to have absolute perception of infinity, right? So you, you can imagine that you're kind of setting your trajectory. One of the, one of the people is going to have a trajectory like this, 
and it was going to have a trajectory like that. Right? And now play it out for eternity. Right? The, the sagas that is going to be unbelievable sagas for, 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 for the little guy. But he will never even know or dream of the of the of the of the closeness that, that the other person is going to have. And I'm saying your description of the five levels, everyone hits level four, three, and two at the same time. That's the relation between the between the between the body and the soul. Uh, but it's on different levels. But 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 each one of those each one of those stage is like. Like you know, each one of those stages allows for a variance of of um, of relationship. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So um, that's osiyud. Now we have. Oh, so now it's it's it's, it's, it's a beautiful. Uh, maybe we can we can tie in a beautiful gemara over here. So in the end of osiyud, so he says. Um, and in the end, we will be fit to come close to the Master, blessed is He, and to be illuminated by the light of His face, and to benefit in His true good, which is kind of the purpose of everything we started with, right? So, seemingly, the Ramchal over here is alluding to the Gemara and Brachas, that you Zayin, Amud, uh, Amud Aleph, I think, one second. Yeah, Amud Aleph. That the Gemara there says that uh, the, what's all of all like? Tzadikim Yoshvin ve'atroseim beroshem ve'nenim eziv ha'shchina. Josh, what, what, Josh uh, Levin. What is a, a, it's not a, starting out probably like this year. Um, so, Dave, the fries are delicious. The Trump leaves Ohio, it's not good. Okay, uh, what what is the what is Atrosehim, Atara? I'll give you a hint, you're in a place called Ateras Ami. Ateras means Oh man, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Get the guy out of here. Get him out of here. Come on. Somebody, what does Atara mean? Crown. Crown, right. The crown of our people, the Torah, the crown of our people. Right? We have to know what we're doing here. This is a Teres Ami. We're seeking the, the crown which is the Torah. Right? That's what it's all about. Okay. So, uh, so the Atrosem Beroshev and then there's two things. We have the crown on our heads. And we're benefiting from the radiance of Hashem's light. The Ramchal here translates it as being roy, as being fit to come close to Hashem, right? And benefiting from His light. Why is a crown mean to be fit? If you look at literally, He's saying we're going to be fit to come close to Hashem and benefit from His light. The Gemara says, "Ashrosim Hashem with their crowns on their heads and benefiting from the light." What does a crown have to do with being fit to come close to Hashem? 
The answer is remember. What does it mean to be fit to come close to Hashem? It means to become similar to Him, right? To become similar to Hashem. A crown represents shleimus. Perfection. Everyone has, most people here, although I've heard that Zoom culture has led to a deterioration of this, in the, but hopefully everyone here is wearing trousers, right? Um, and, and, uh, <laughs> Dan has demonstrated that he is wearing trousers, okay. Um, and, and, and shirts, right? Um, and, uh, and, uh, and a tie, or, or, or but, but, and, and, and of course a head covering, right? But a crown, very few people wear crowns. Crown, that's, sets someone aside from everybody else as being very, very special, Right? That's the, the crown shows a certain perfection, a certain shleimus that a person has, a certain connection to something greater than himself. So the Gemara in Brachas, in the language of Chazal, say they're sitting with their crowns on their heads. Allah should love what mean. There's no food, there's no drink, there's no business, there's no um, anything physical, but there's crowns. That, that, that they do have. Right? So obviously not. It means... The crown there says your perfection. And it's your perfection which makes you fit to sit in the presence of the, of the divine and to benefit from that divine radiance. And that's what the Ramchal over here translates it as being to be fit to come close to the Master, blessed be He, and to benefit from His light. Um... Okay, that's that's the end of uh, of Os Yud. We still have another few minutes. Um, just trying to see if we can do Yud or not. Uh, okay, fine. So, 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 so that we're gonna. Yeah, this is okay. We we can try to we can try to get this quickly. So, uh, you uh, so Yudalef, we're talking about that. What's going to be happening during this time of separation? I mean, there's a need for for death for the body to 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 decay. Death is a state where the soul is separated from the body. The body is going to be in the ground. It's going to decay. The soul. So, step number one is the Ramchal says. What about the soul? Where is the soul going to go? There is a need for the soul to have a place to go. And that forces me, the concept of the Olam Shamas, which means the entire concept of Olam Shamas, the world of the souls, the soul world, is only a product of the need for the body and the soul to be separated, which only came about as a result of the sin of Adam, of Adam Rishon. Right? If not for the sin of Adam Rishon, all it would have been need for is olamazen olabo, right? And it would have been, and it would have been a, a transition from the one to the other. Olamazen would have been fixed up and became olabo. So now, number one, we have the olamazen, and there's a strong break, and there's a new thing called olabo. And then besides that, there's a third place called the olamaneshamas, which is the 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 place where the neshamas go while the body is in the ground. Okay? The, the question to be asked is, the soul is not physical. 
the soul doesn't occupy any space. Right? So being that it doesn't occupy any space, why is there a need to, for it to have a place to be? I mean, how big, how big is this place? Anybody know how big this place is? Right? So, so if it doesn't have any size to it, so, so what's the need for it at all? Why, why do I need to have a place? So all of us there, there's, there's goof, there's, physical, there's physicality. Oh, but there's also physicality. The only difference is that that physicality is capable of receiving the um, purification, the refinement of the, from the soul. But all, but, but the olam on the shamas is there is no bodies there, there is no physicality there. So what's the need for for, for a world over there? Anybody want to venture a educated statement? Receives good or gets purified in some way. That's what happens there. I'm asking, I'm asking, what's it relevant to have a mokum? Why does it need a place? How else is it going to re- accomplish that? I think George knows my answers, which is why he's he's. Uh, I'm going to play hard. I'm going to play hardball with you. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, uh, it's with the. Isn't, wouldn't the neshamas be with Hashem? Like they'd be close to Hashem, right? So that would be the only way. But why does the neshama need to be anywhere particular? I mean, like, why why can't they just? The neshama uh, not have a place. Why? Why does it need a place? It's not physical. Why does it need a place? I would. So I, I guess again I would answer that you. It's the only way. That's the only place to receive such either refinement or. Why do you need a place to receive to receive refinement? Why do you need a place? For something spiritual. Yeah. You that how if you're something spiritual, you need to be in a spiritual place to get something spiritual. Why do spiritual things need a place? <laughs> Physical things that have a body need a place for the body to be in. A body would be in the ground, which is physical. So spiritual things should be in a spiritual place. It's infinite, isn't it? It's not really like a physical. You're defining it different. It's it's oh, a totally different oh, 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 definition. Oh, oh, oh. So Joe is saying it doesn't mean a physical place. It doesn't mean a doesn't mean a, a, a place like a, like a vacuum, like a like a a location, a shetach, right? What does it mean? It means, place means a relationship to things. Right? Place means my relationship to something else. What's my dynamic? What's my interaction? Yeah? Okay, we're going we're to pick this next week. So we're going to try to answer this question. I'll, I'll try to remember, but if I forget, if somebody can remind me, we'll deal with this place. And then we'll we'll uh, we'll continue in Yud Yud base is uh, you, I would ask you all to please try to read Yud base ahead of time because it's a uh, it's a pretty complicated um, oath and I want want to make sure you all get a good grasp on it. Okay.